Hello, everyone, and welcome to Bookends with Friends. This is your co-host, Parker Moon. I'm your other co-host, Brett Irvin. Co-host, Daniel Phillips. And we are a weekly book club podcast where we go over one book a month and talk about everything books and books related. Hey, we're a little bit uh, far into July. What's the book that we're reading this month? Bullet Train, baby. It's a wild ride. I'm like halfway through it. Yeah, we told you guys about it uh, July 1st. Yeah, y'all have known it for a long time. The first time. of this month. Um, I haven't started yet, and we do have to record that episode it's not that long. Week. You got a week. You're yeah. Fine. It'll be fine. You're it'll be fine. I've had other books drawing my attention, so I'm gonna get into Bullet Train like full on this week at some point. Hopefully. Full on. Um. Well, what's up, guys? Dude, uh, I am just going through the days, man. Oh just yeah. Do you ever days. have a week where you're like, man, I just went through a week of life. <laughs> Like on autopilot? No, more like I was constantly thinking about everything. It was just one of those oh, weeks no. where I was just like so hyper aware of everything going on. Like around like like me. you you took NZT like uh, Limitless and you were using ninety percent of your brain. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. But now you're off it. But did I'm you off it? Did you trade some stocks and bonds and make a ton I, of money? In and like I a day? Uh, learned kung fu from movies. You're two Sweet, steps ahead for, of all of us. Not a good movie, but you know what so is a good weird. movie? <laughs> debatable. That, debatable. You know what debatable. is a good movie, though? Not not debatable. It's, it's not. It's not great. Yeah, debatable. I feel like us talking about Limitless is one relevant um, to the podcast and to our listeners, and two is uh, it's just a great movie that everyone has definitely seen for sure. I've seen it multiple times. I've seen it too many times actually. But you know what is a good movie? The Sea Beast on Netflix. And it is that, the sea uh, bees the sea the sea beast on sea beast uh brett recommended it to us hope this wasn't going to be brett's short story because i'm no, it taking it good he probably has a more exciting life than i do because i just <laughs> watched a movie on netflix um no. so the sea beast is super good super pretty animation not going to go into it but i will say i'm absolutely terrified of the ocean i've always have been any video game any movie that takes place in the ocean i can't do it i close my eyes super scared of it and there's a shot in the sea beast yeah which is like a very cutesy looking animated movie where two characters are like in deep water and oh, the camera just instantly so like like snaps out and there's just this thing under them and then the mm. camera turns directly facing this thing and they make the animation so good because they like do a great job of making this beast the sea beast hence the name seems so massive and he just is looking straight at the camera and he just fades into the depths until you can't see him anymore and i was having an anxiety attack watching this like pg children's movie for little babies and i I think if i were like to show a child that it's gonna scar them for life oh, yeah. to be terrified of the ocean yeah what's that what's that uh what's the that yeah. yeah fear of the ocean hate it um but yeah that's that's all i want to talk about i read practical demon keeping by christopher moore which is kind of like a if you've ever read like kurt vonnegut it reminded me of that a lot um it's about this guy who stumbles across like this ancient tome uh that summons a demon from hell to oh um, lovely we've all done that uh 
basically he summons this demon and he is this demon's master and the demon uh, is just paired with him throughout eternity and the guy stops aging but the catch is uh, uh, that was you don't get that joke because uh, you haven't read the book but the demon's name is catch uh-huh. and so the catch is uh, the demon has to eat living human people to uh, feed his hunger and he's invisible to everyone but Travis his master except when he goes into his uh, Kill mode. like yeah, like uh, I can't destruction mode That's where he terrifying. grows three times in size and he eats people whole. That's terrible. So Dan, when, wait, did you finish this book already? I did. Okay. Um, when we talked about this like a week ago, it sounded more like a comedy than it's sounding like it right now. It is comedy. It's it <laughs> is a comedy book, uh, but it's like it's like dark comedy. That's why I said it's pretty similar to like Kurt Vonnegut stuff. It's a very dark comedy. The characters are very like goofy and weird. And the demon is very goofy and weird, which is like off-putting because he does some like it's so goofy and weird of atrocities. him to eat that, hu- that, that, that live person whole. I think that's yeah. a common misconception with demons is most yeah. of the time they are goofy. They're just, just in a silly, goofy a mood. Silly, little silly guys. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's a trilogy about this place called Pine Cove, which is where this story takes place and uh the whole story is not about this demon like other things come into pine cove and is so, it like a buddy cop scenario where they like are on an adventure together it's, very, it's really interesting because they're on an adventure together they've been with each other for like hundreds of years travis and catch but travis hates it but he can't get away from it and the demon uh. is like because of like the pact is not allowed to harm travis and so travis is just stuck with this demon um, and so the whole plot of the book is Travis is trying to get rid of him. And so it, it flips it on his head where like, it's kind of comedy, but then it's like, he's the actual super villain of the story. And everyone is like going behind his back to try to get rid of him. Interesting. It was interesting. Huh. Solid three-star book. It was good. Wasn't great. Didn't love it, but uh, okay. it was fine. Yeah. I mean, it definitely is a very interesting premise. It is yeah, wild. For sure. <laughs> it's an absolutely wild premise. Yeah. Brett, what's going on in your life, pal? Um, you know, just, uh, just hanging out. Um, we had a fun, uh, weekend. Um, a, uh, podcast legend came by, uh, and stayed with, uh, with the moons, uh, Jacob Robinson, the provider of our wonderful, uh, theme music. And, uh, we hung out and went tubing, which was super fun. I believe you posted some, uh, I posted uh, one picture of you looking very good on oh, the that's tube. what it was. <laughs> it was yeah. Very good. Just just a river Brett for yeah. for the fans. Just in the wild. Um, yeah. So yeah, uh, I hope I didn't steal Parker's story. I just wanted to mention that part and say shout out to uh, Jacob and Eileen for coming into town, and it was so great to see them. And um, yeah, had a blast. That's fantastic. Are you reading anything right now? Um, I am still reading Rhythm of War. Nice. Uh, Pretty big book. It is. Um, I haven't been making the progress I wanted to, but that's going to pick up um, after I read Bullet Train, which should be a pretty quick, fun read. Fun's a word. Oh, (laughs) I guess we'll find out next week what that means. (laughs) Oh, no. I haven't started yet. You can't give me something like that. Um, so there's messed up yeah. stuff in this book. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, so yeah, 
Um, I can't go, wait. Going pretty good. Uh, how about you, Parker? Um, well, that's, I mean, that's, I feel like we kind of had like some shared, shared stuff going on. So we had our friends in this weekend and it was really nice. Um, and it was just good to, to host them. Uh, I'm pretty tired, um, just because of the tubing. I feel like that really took it out of me with being in the sun and everything. Yeah, um, for sure. And, you know, so I'm just kind of, I'm kind of vibing. I'm kind of in like a low key, low energy mood low right fi. now. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am, I'm reading, uh, uh, two books still, Abundance of Catherine's and Iron Gold. I, I feel like I've been reading these books for a while now. I think that's um, the problem with, uh, like multiple reads. Cause I do the same thing where I'm like, I just talked about these same, like three books that I'm reading and I'm still reading them, but it's because you're reading two different books. Right. But I, I, the good news is I feel like I should be like, I'm, I'm close to finishing both. So which is very I exciting. feel like I'll finish both of those. And then I have to finish bullet train by next week. So this week's going to be a big reading week for me. Um, re- just because it has to, be. it has to because be, of yeah. the demand. Um, so yeah, no, but it's, it's really good. Um, I'm, I'm liking what I'm reading. So I'm, I'm enjoying it. Are you going to pace yourself for, um, red rising series? To make it uh, where you'll finish the fifth book right when the sixth one is available to you? Yes, I think so. I think I'm going to not get into Dark Age right away. Um, I'll probably read some other books that are on my TBR um, and then have Dark Age. But it really depends because these books grip me in a way that like, uh, I, I think I talked to you a little bit before. Well, yeah, like I've never been gripped before. But he just, uh, Pierce Brown just does such an excellent job of like political tension writing. Piercing. Um, Yes, there's, there's something. Yes. There's something there. There's something there. There's a joke there, Brett. Keep dead. Keep work, workshopping that, I'll, um, and I'll, I'll come back. back to you. Yeah. Um, but the, I don't know. Just like the characters, the storylines, it's it's very gripping. Um, uh, and I am worried because I know that like some of his past books have ended on like crazy cliffhangers that just have me like I I have to pick it up. So really, we'll see. We'll see where I'm at after I finish it this next week. Tune in next week to find out is what I'm saying, because I'll let you know by then. Because <laughs> Parker will have finished three books by next week. Oh, boy. Yeah. Uh, well, do you fellas want to jump into quote of the week? Yeah, dude. Um, we've got Quote King. Zach. Back to Zach Dyson quote. is back. Zach Dyson is the Quote King. But is, um, is he back on top of the hill? I think. As I the, mean, as, I the, just, as the king. I just love that he's sending in quotes every week. The, yeah. you know? the consistency just, of this lad. He's just, he's unstoppable. He's, he's fantastic. But I also like to say that Zach is, um, he is on top of the books of the month. I, I think he's almost done with Bullet Train as well. My I guy. Follow, I follow him on Goodreads and every month he is reading the book that we picked and just, that, just that's honestly so encouraging to hear. Yeah, I mean, we're basically giving him homework every month, and he's doing it. Also, I didn't know that Zach was on Goodreads, and I'm very sad that I didn't know that, and I'm going to follow him now. And this this he is just, good. He just friended me. He just oh. friended Parker, too. I saw that. So he's oh, really? Well, he, he oh, found okay. You. That's, oh, yeah. that's so exciting. Um, anyway. Okay, well, then I'm going to go accept his friend request, right. um, and then uh, we'll be friends on Goodreads. And that's also a good segue to to the rest of our listeners. If you're on Goodreads, um, send us that follow. Cause yeah, hit us up. Yeah, you know our names, and then we'll just we'll just, I mean I'll just accept I pretty much accept anyone who follows and follow right. back because I use Goodreads like I need a pretty more Goodreads uh, pretty heavy social media presence. Like I love commenting on people's stuff on Goodreads, even though like 
the social media aspect is probably the worst part about Goodreads. Yeah. Like, it's really just good for tracking stuff. Have, but Have we gotten our blue check marks yet on Goodreads? Not yet. As celebrities? We're yeah, there. we're not quite verified on, oh, on any on any platforms, actually. Really? Not even, not even Twitter and Instagram? No, not Twitter, not Instagram, not TikTok, not Tumblr. Um... Not only fans, nothing. No, still, still waiting. <laughs> I'm gonna to read verify. Zach's quote now. <laughs> yeah, go read Zach's quote. Okay, Zach uh, sent us a quote from Seeking Other Worlds, an extent profile of Carl Sagan. I don't know what this is. Do you guys know what that is? Um, no, I I've heard of Carl, Carl Sagan. Sagan is. Yeah, right, perfect. Well, the quote is somewhere something incredible is waiting to be known, which is a nice, adventurous little quote. That is nice and adventurous. And then I brought a. <laughs> Another nice and adventurous little quote. Well, before we jump off of that, can I just say, have y'all also been deeply obsessed? This is actually my short story. Can I um retcon my short story oh, wow. from five minutes ago and so talk about what? the James Webb telescope? Yeah, yeah. I've never done this before. What, retcon a short story? <laughs> mid, mid quote of the week, like completely derailing one segment to go back to a previous segment. This is unprecedented. Unprecedented. I feel like this 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 episode is just kind of, we're, we're already off the rails. Um, the James Webb Telescope is amazing. Yeah. Those images that have come out have been absolutely beautiful. One of them is my screensaver. I love space. Space, space is so, so great. The zoom out of the photo makes me feel nauseous. Yeah, oh, how it's one speck in the yeah. entire sky. It's like, wow, that that is a really cool picture of the universe. And you zoom out and you're like, oh, that picture of the universe is so, so small. It's so, so far away. Should we be a part-time uh, space podcast as well? I God, I wish. Are we um, doing that? No, there's better and smarter individuals who already do that. Yeah, um, yeah but there's... I mean, you could say the same thing about what we do right <laughs> you certainly now. could say the same thing about books. That's a good point, Brett. Uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe maybe we'll make this. Maybe we'll just have some uh, random space segments every now and then. But, okay. but God, those images are gorgeous. It just makes me so excited about humanity. It makes my faith restored in humanity. Mm. Um, it makes me think that, like, you know, if we can just get through the muck of it because i know things are bad right things are always bad and there's a lot of like negative things to focus on but i feel like if we can just get through the muck of it like there's no telling what humanity could do and 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 a decade and and two decades and the muck is pretty years. big it's pretty big muck out there though but let's okay but everyone focuses on the muck let's take a second to appreciate the beauty uh that we were given from from the james webb telescope yeah thanks james Check and also out. i think that uh zach's quote just ties in nicely with that which is why I, I wanted a segue. That's a good short story. What are you reading this week, Parker? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, we, we don't have to. We don't have to completely, you know, do that again. Um, I brought a quote from *Practical Demon Keeping* by Christopher Moore, and the little backstory of this quote is: two characters go on a date, uh, first date, kind of a blind date, and they bring out garlic bread to the table, and. The man says, hey, do you like garlic bread? She says, oh, I love garlic bread. Do you like garlic bread? And he's like, oh, man, it's my favorite thing ever. And then neither neither of them eat it because they're afraid they're going to kiss after the date and neither of them want garlic breath. And so the quote is, the garlic bread lay between them steaming with implications. They, of course, must both eat it or neither could. Garlic bread meant garlic breath. There might be a kiss later, maybe more. There was just too damn much intimacy in garlic bread. Wow, that's lovely. That's a good quote. <laughs> that's a good quote. But you know, you know, I feel like you can tell that that's um, the early stages of a relationship. Yeah. Because 
I feel like you get to a point where your significant other, the person that you've been with, you're comfortable right. enough to where if you're not kissing them after they've just like slammed 12 hard boiled eggs, then like, <laughs> is it really love? Right. If you're not lathered up in garlic bread next to your significant other, is it truly love? Oh yeah. Yeah, for sure. How do you, how does one lather up in garlic bread? Uh, Parker brought a quote. Um, <laughs> Good, good. Yeah, good pivot, Dan. Good pivot. Yeah, so my quote, um, I went in a different direction. So so I, I like that we have, a, you know, s- snippets of, of uh, different genres here because I feel like Zach, the quote king, brought us something just like existential and beautiful. Daniel, you brought the comedy. Um, and I'm, I'm going in a dark route. So depending on how we feel, you know, we'll just decide which one's the quote of the week that we live by. Uh, this one is from Iron Gold, from Pierce Brown's Iron Gold. Very intense book. Uh, and the quote is simply, a new wound can take a body. Opening an old wound can claim a soul. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> That's the quote. You good, man? Um, Yeah, I'm fine. But when I read that, I was like, man, woof. Hey, woof. what if we just pick Parker's and just... Open, what if we pick open old wounds all week? yeah that's that's what i was saying like i like i i love i love all the quotes i love the quotes that you uh, that you brought in Zach but what if we had our um message to the listeners be you know open open old wounds really claim a soul this week i i don't know i feel like we gotta give it to zach right he's been on top of it uh and his quote's fantastic i'm on board i'm on board that's zach, it zach wins it again the i quote guess king. zach the quote king you know and and in fact Zach's killing it, and and someone needs to come challenge him to even attempt to dethrone him because the quotes that Dan and I bring are obviously garbage. Like, got they both got zero votes this week from this panel of three, so they're terrible. Zach's the only one bringing good quotes, and I would really love to see some other listeners challenge Zach. Agreed. Um, so our quote: th- This is everyone live by it this week. Somewhere, something incredible is waiting to be known. Go look at a picture of space while you while you ponder that. Or go outside and look at space <laughs> in the sky. Um, thank you, Zach, for sending that in. We really appreciate it. Uh, and now we're going to get into our discussion well, hold of the on, week. Parker, hold on a second. Do you hold feel that? Do you feel that in the air? Do you hear that? I'm, I'm listening for it. Do you hear that wind blowing? Like a blizzard? No. I really don't. I can't hear anything. Is something supposed to be playing? Wait, do you guys really not hear that right now? <gasps> no, what are you doing, you weirdo? Okay, hang on, hang on. I'll, I'll edit it in post. Do you wanna do you wanna tell us what you were doing? Yeah, Brett, what were you doing? Um I think you stuck the landing. So far it's going just, great. Okay, just I think I hope the listeners at home can hear that, but I don't think Dan and Parker can, so Imagine a blizzard. I'm imagining and it. And wind blowing is hard, so hard that you can't hear anything around you. Uh-huh. Oh no, it's so cold. And then wait, hold on a second. What is that in the distance walking towards me? Is that a, am I, where, am I on an ice planet? Oh my God. Is that a, is that a barbarian walking towards me in the snow? Oh my God, oh my God. It's Ice Planet Barbarian time. It's (laughs) Ice Planet Barbarian time. Wow, this is so exciting. This is lovely. Um, Okay, before we start, if you guys read that book for Book of the Month, 
I am skipping the month of episodes. Oh, Dan, I'm <laughs> oh, so Dan, sorry. That's to, okay. I'm, I'm so sorry to tell you, Dan. I've already read the book. Yeah, Dan, I'm leaving you, Dan. No, no. So, the, but you don't understand. It's episode sixty nine. It's he episode sixty nine, Dan. Okay, so this is our romance slash smut slash smut episode, Dan. Episode. This is this is the time built for Ice Planet Barbarians, Dan. My sweet, sweet boy. Hey, right, let's fill everyone in on what we're actually He's about to become about. a sweet, sweet man after this so, episode. <laughs> so fans of the podcast, listeners, um, Dan did not know about this. Parker and pretty much everybody else did know about this. Um, I happened to mention it while we were tubing yesterday. Um, mm. And so, yeah, this is our, this is my episode 69 surprise for Dan and you, the listener. Aren't you just so excited? You're lying. No, I was, Brett, that was, Brett I was has holding read for, this book. Yeah, I was holding for applause. And oh. it's weird that Dan <laughs> didn't applaud I, there. Yeah, it's really weird that Dan didn't applaud. I think I, I heard applause. Shocked. I am shocked right now. Dan, how you feeling? I'm, I mean, I want to know. Tell me your thoughts. Are you you read You read the book, Ice Planet Barbarian, like one of 55. There's a hundred of these books. Um, Can I give you my quote of the week? Real quick, yes, oh, please. Oh, okay, yeah. Because honestly, we can't have Zach win it. That's ridiculous. Um, this quote does contain, uh, and I think I feel like you should. <laughs> should know we this. put a warning up front now? This yeah. is episode sixty-nine, so this... our listeners should just know. Right. Everything going forward is gonna get rocky. Um, in There's fact, be if, some words. If you wanna have any ounce of respect for us, or um, if you know us personally. Don't listen. I'm such an uh, innocent little boy. Dan's head was you firmly mean? on the in his hands on the table in despair. Okay, what you got? Um, but yeah, so just be aware. There's gonna be some oh, cussing. No. There's gonna be some just. There's just gonna be some talk. You know. Don't, um, so okay. don't listen with your kids. Don't listen with your kids. That would be really weird. If you one, if you listen to this podcast with your kids to begin with. Um, but especially don't subject to your kids to this podcast episode. Yeah, don't subject them to this in general. Uh, but especially not this episode. Uh, okay, so here's my quote of the week. This comes from a character named Liz. This is Liz. Uh, but she's talking, and I'm going to get into, into this into, in a second. She's talking to our main character. Her name is Georgie. And she says, quote, <clears throat> Oh, God. This is going to be, okay, people are going to have to listen to this with their ear holes, like at, so either in their car on the way to their commute or maybe at their desk at their office in their AirPods. This is going in their ear holes. This so is just going be- in their ears. Yes. Um, so let me set up this by saying that before this, Liz said, oh, shit, that's what held her up. Alien Nookie. And then she jumps into this quote and says, just let us imagine for a bit and feed us. I don't care if you fucked an entire stadium of aliens if you give me something hot to eat. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. What's the... Uh, hang on. Sorry? <laughs> That's my quote of the week. So does that beat Zach's quote? <laughs> no, actually. Actually, no, it really doesn't. <laughs> That's surprising. Okay, well, um, I'll come back at the end and we'll try that again. Yeah, you know what? You see. just you can just read all quotes throughout the episode from that how book. How long that was read? that book? I've bookmarked a few. Yeah, um, Brett, how long, how long was that book? This is an important question. It was in the mid 200s, I believe. There are 20 of these books, by the way. Actually, there's novellas as well. There's one, two, uh, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. nine. There's about 30 Ice Planet Barbarian books, by the way. Yeah. Mm. Ruby Dixon 
is a furious writer. Freaking barbarian dicks in. Am I right? <laughs> no. You got it, Dan. Yeah, oh, God. Dan's in. No, Dan's, Dan. Dan's into this, this whole Wait, episode. This is this funny. This episode I'm of 69 about smut. This is it. This is what so, you yeah. signed up for. What are we actually about, talking about? It was in the mid the mid two hundreds. It was a very short book, but yeah, it does continue into many more. And we'll get into some reasons why I think this was kind of the rough draft of the series for a lot of reasons. Because I've in reviews that I've read, the series drastically improves from. Are you going to continue book. this series? That yeah, is an every, important question. Every sixty ninth episode, so one sixty nine. <laughs> 269. Oh, 269. Okay. okay, good. All right. So let, let's, I'm whipping out the discussion for us um, because I think this is a good segue. Oh, I have a whole section on, I'm talking about Ice Planet Barbarians. <laughs> He's the not entire done. Time? He's not done, Dan. What you got? We're what talking got? about Ice Planet Barbarians, Dan. What's left? It's, I, I mean, it's IPB time. The whole book. Okay. So this is our breakdown of um ice planet barbarians by ruby dixon um the first of many um okay so basically here's our story basically georgie is a girl that is kidnapped by these aliens and she bad start bad start already she wakes up in a cell which with a bunch of other women who are also kidnapped by these aliens super bad start super bad start they're basically being trafficked that's kind of the setup for the story um i i'm gonna go ahead and mention this now because of the bad start but i've read a few things about it and ruby herself has acknowledged that the first book is there's problematic stuff in it and she wrote it a long time ago and from what i read the series does get way way better from there and kind of tries to make up for the first book's problematic stuff. Um, but this is one of the things. Um, so that's how it starts. There's a scene early on. Dan looks mortified <laughs> on the yeah. camera. Uh, there's, you know, there's a scene at the beginning that is, uh, uh, you know, not good. Very, you know, trigger warning for that. Um, but basically, they kill one of the guards that is holding him because they're basically cargo on the ship. But then they get jettisoned off because the ship that they're on has trouble. They get jettisoned off and they land on this ice planet. It's never given a name, but they call it not Hoth because <laughs> there's two other main girls named They Liz. call it not Hoth. Not like Hoth. Like this the planet this is in a Star published Wars. Book. <laughs> like the planet in Star Wars. Oh boy. All right. Um, there's Georgie, Liz, and Kira. Kira has an ear device that allows her to translate. Like, she can hear what aliens are saying. She got kidnapped <laughs> with that device? No, they or put it in her ear. she took it from the ship? Oh, uh, they put it, they gave it yeah, to her. Yeah, she's one it's of, like, the... It's a babblefish. Yeah, basically. Um, and so it's Liz and Kira and Georgie. Liz is probably my favorite. Georgie's cool. Um, but Liz is the one that basically calls it not Hoth. And she's a Star Wars nerd because she explains where Hoth is in the solar system of Star Wars. Um, She's also very funny and quippy and um, doesn't really take shit from people. Um, Sounds like Brad has a crush. So pretty much they crash land. Georgie's the least injured of the group. So she goes 
to forage and find stuff. Uh, long story short, she gets, it's an alien planet. There's crazy stuff all around. She gets trapped in a hunter's like net. Turns out it's our boy, our gray, big gray blue alien. It's, it's Vectal. Okay. Isn't our, that our, the bad guy from Stranger Things 4? Vecna. It's close. Uh. They probably, you know what? They probably stole that from Ruby Dixon. They definitely did. Um, you can tell they got, they were, the Duffer Brothers were inspired at least. It's by based Ice in Planet the 80s. So that makes sense. Like Ice Planet was one of the. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Georgia goes hunting. She gets trapped by Vectal. Um, I'll describe him real quick. He's covered in ribbed skin. Oh, uh, don't guy say is ribbed. Covered in ribs. Not like. Wait, bone what do you ribs. mean? Okay. His skin, <laughs> Hold on. His skin is ribbed, like it's ribbed. Don't say ribbed. Okay, okay. Ribbed skin. That's fine. Everywhere. Hey, yeah. hey guys. Everywhere we get it ribbed. It's everywhere. everywhere. Got it. I thought you were gonna say covered in abs or covered in like muscles. Oh no, he is covered in abs. She describes him as being carved from stone. He's seven feet tall and like pure muscle. Okay. Um, and he are these the same is... aliens that are the ones that uh, kidnapped them? Different aliens. Different aliens. These are the natives. On Not Hoth of- yeah, these are the native people uh, of Not Hoth. Keep up, Parker. Okay. Honestly. Yeah, Jesus. Um, Sorry, this just took me. Th- I'm I'm blown away. I'm I, we were. <laughs> I, worried, this you're, is not what we had in the show notes, and Brett's just running away with this, and I'm 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 so here for it. I'm I'm, I'm entranced right now by this story. You're worried about Georgie, is what it is. I'm. That's exactly what it is. Um, and he's blue like Caribbean waters. Caribbean is waters. Is that how he's described? Yes. Okay. That's how she says. Okay. Vectal starts off very problematic. Um, there's some consent issues in this book. Oh, hey. Um, Big yikes. Yeah. Uh, but Vectal is the tribe leader um, of his people. There are very few females and here's where this it gets a bit sci-fi. Um, he has what we find out later is a symbiote in his body that burrowed in his heart, and it's called his Kui. K H U I. Tell me Kui. it's called his Kui. <laughs> um, Vectal and his people bl- see see it more of as like their soul rather Did than like a symbiote. Did you audiobook this? Uh, I bought uh, uh, here. I bought the. About oh, the copy. The oh my god! Wow, and it is just a girl hugging a very big blue alien. It's a special edition. You're welcome. You're lying. Uh, very few females in w- among his people. Uh, so the queen is a, what he. They find out later. Uh, I'm bouncing all around here. Uh, basically, uh, they find an AI ship. So Vectal's people are called like the Ska. They actually crash landed like centuries ago, um, and the atmosphere is unbreathable, like unlivable. Like you die within eight days because the atmosphere like kills you. So they have these symbiotes that are found in the heart of like kind of. They never really fully describe the animal, but it is almost like it's a uh, like a giant like elephant or something like that, like an oliphant from Lord of the Rings that they have to kill, cut open its heart and take out these like heartworms that it has and then put them inside the the people so they can survive on not Hoth. Where do they put them? They, they cut their throat open oh, and God. it like burrows into their body, but and it they heals survived them. This. Oh. 
It keeps them warm and it gives them like enhanced abilities and stuff. How so? Let's enhance. Like they're like stronger, more endurance, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, endurance. I was gonna guess. It's that basically one. like super. <laughs> it's superhuman. It's like Captain America serum kind of stuff. <laughs> okay. So uh, there's so there's twenty of these. There's twenty of these. Um, basically, so when Vectal meets Georgie, she's like knocked out, and um, his quee thrums. But to her, she describes it as like he purrs like a cat. So basically, these aliens purr. No. Uh-huh. Um, uh-huh. So, but he calls it thrumming. His quee is thrumming, which means he's found his soulmate. That's uh, what it means. Naturally. Okay. Emphasis on the mate because mm-hmm. they're all about mating, um, as you could probably guess. Uh, so, yeah. So they have a. Uh, they meet and uh, they they have sex a few times, um, a lot more How than a that? few times. Um, and the whole time, all her friends are basically like dying on the ship. <laughs> and so she like goes and checks on them every once in a while. And one of the my quote of the week is when she goes back one t- the first time and they meet him and they're all giving her shit for for like getting alien sex while they're like dying and starving on the ship yeah but that's like, that's I, hey i get that i would be pretty yeah, upset too if i, I get was that too i'm being honest here i'm just looking at the covers for these books um i will bring up that discussion after you finish this line okay um is it bad that the only thing i can picture right now is avatar james cameron's avatar dude, it's i mean it's got similar it's got similar vibes when were these written when did ruby write these do you think that she saw James Cameron's Avatar and was like, hmm, those Navi are kind of sexy, and then wrote an entire book series about it? Uh, she wrote... No. Oh, wait, it's true. She wrote the original one in 2015, I think. So or Avatar came out in, like, 2009. So surely, surely... There's been can, some... Yeah, there, some we, influence we can, here. We can at least make the hypothesis that she saw James Cameron's Avatar thought those aliens were pretty sexy pretty sexy and then wrote an entire 20 book series about it Uh uh-huh yeah i mean apparently i get like i said apparently it gets better and gets more fleshed out um shouldn't have said flesh i (laughs) realized as i was saying it um i feel like i'm selling it a bit short but uh yeah i'm not i'm I'm not gonna lie dude i'm not super convinced that i want to read this book right oh you shouldn't um, <laughs> okay. The I read a review that said ju- there's a podcast, Ice oh. Planet podcast. So they said oh, just listen to like the episode about this book and then read the other ones because, like I said, there's problematic stuff in this one and probably should be skipped. Mm. Um, I did not know that in advance, so please know that I did not know this going in. Um, uh, basically, at the end, the alien ship that dropped them there because that's like a overarching thing the whole time uh shows up to recover them and then it just leaves and it's like one page describing them just showing up and they're like ah never mind and then they leave and then the book ends wait but they left they got off the planet no they stay on the planet they get pressured into staying on the planet basically georgie georgie wants to she georgie wants to stay oh and she's pregnant (laughs) oh my god uh she gets pregnant and she doesn't realize because she's like I didn't think I could get pregnant by an alien. 
And he's like, oh, no, you're pregnant. And she's like, uh, okay. I'm going to break down these covers really quick. Holy God. Uh, I think Parker's also looking at the covers with me. I'm going to look at these covers and break these down really quick. Um, Just like live reaction of these things. Because they are, one, beyond horrifying. Um, No, Dan, do you know what's worse? Well, I don't know if it's worse than the covers. But I, my jaw just dropped. Hang on. One, two, three, four, five. They, she's releasing like five, like publishing five a year. No, I told you there, there's almost 30 of these books and they came out in 2015. She's okay. Wow. Oh my God. So oh my I God. I assume. Watch out 50 shades. With, with, with Brett talking about the series and kind of taking, you know, based on the foreshadowing that I know taking my, uh, my liberty of guessing what happens next in the series. I assume the other women also get their eyes playing a barbarian, and fall in love with them, which based off these covers, spoiler, Brett, uh, it's, that seems to be what happens in this series. Apparently. Yeah. Apparently it goes away from Georgie. She's not really the main character anymore. So it goes away from Georgie. The other Liz and Kira find their barbarian lover, which is the novellas. There's a honeymoon series novella for all three of them. Brett, Brett, you really did. You really did dang do a service for us. Um, like I yeah. feel like you laid your life on the line by subjecting yourselves Can't to this, so, like I, your heart and soul, because this is um something. I do, I do have something. one more comment about the the covers. Um, so there's three types of covers across these thirty books. Uh, there is the um, sex position cover, which is just yeah. the eyes playing a barbarian in multiple different sex positions with the the woman on the cover. There is the sci-fi cover. So like one cover is called Barbarian's Choice. And he is just on a mountain, almost Way of Kings-esque, honestly. Yeah, um, yeah. Ruby did it first. On a mountain with a spear <laughs> looking across this wasteland with a UFO above him. Um, and then there's the baby cover. Uh, <laughs> Ice Planet Barbarians book seven uh, called Ice Ice Babies, which is just two no. blue babies in a crib. It is. So that, okay, okay. So we got it. We have to have one more segment before no we close out this episode, which is where we rate at least the top five best names, because some of these names are really good. Okay, hit me with them. Okay, so well, a lot of them are just a lot one of them, words. Yeah. yeah, or just like are like. Oh, oh what? Yeah, okay, I this found is the best this one. is pretty good. Barbarian before Christmas is pretty good. That's fantastic. I, I think Aftershocks is pretty good as well. Aftershocks is really good. I can um, only imagine what that's referring to. Uh, and yes. then one is just a baby and it just says calm. Just calm. That's it. Which really is a, <laughs> that's kind that's of a, a change. Soothing. It's a shift in direction. You know, it's a, it, I, I feel like she wanted to subvert um, the, what her, <laughs> the norm. what her uh, fans were expecting. I might have to check out calm to get a bit of a different. Uh, I think Bye. ice ice babies and it looks like it's twin babies but they're just blue like that is the cover and they're like holding hand this is this is hard to look at <laughs> um there's a lot of barbarians barbarians blank like barbarians mate barbarians touch barbarians hope barbarians choice barbarians lady barbarians rescue barbarians tease barbarian Nuh-uh. beloved barbarian seduction <laughs> that's like most of them barbarians yeah, prize um and then you have the Honeymoon series, uh, Ice Planet, Honeymoon, Vectal and Georgie, Honeymoon, uh, Rashash and Liz, and Honeymoon, Aheko and Kira. Those are novella series. Yeah. Rashash is the one that was like very, very ick. Um, yeah. He's a creep. 
I I really hate the cover for having the barbarians baby. Um, <laughs> do you see that, Dan, with your human eyes that you're yes. that you're no, using? I see it. Yeah. Audience, if you're brave enough, just Google it. I, I I don't have a good view of what I'm looking at with having the barbarians babies because the website that I'm on looks very like pixelized. Um, oh yeah, they have which horns also too. is kind of questionable. I forgot to mention but they have horns and a tail. They have tails. Yeah, I can tails, see. I see that. Okay, we should close this out because I'm just like losing all sense of focus with this on my screen. Um, I. I, I would like to make a, some close a closing statement. Yes, please do. Um, I'm ready for it. I don't have a whole lot of experience with, admittedly, with the romance genre. I don't think I'm overreacting uh, with what I said earlier with the trigger warning stuff. Um, so, like we mentioned, maybe just skip the first book and read or, other ones. Yeah, hey, you know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and say. Yeah, I was gonna say that too. Go ahead, say it, and just I second go ahead, this. Just go ahead and skip on this whole series. Yeah, we'll maybe don't permission. read them if you're interested. Hey, or or let's let's go ahead and get ahead of this too. If this is your cup of tea, yeah, we're not here. We're not here yeah, to yuck not anybody's shaming. yum. Yeah, you know? that's why I want to make it clear. Like we're very positive and open. Yeah, the way that I read it was like, and I did see reviews of people saying there was so like Ruby admitted that the first book is not her best, and she probably. I assume regrets it a little bit, um, but yeah, not yucking any ums. But if you are, if if you do want to read it, maybe just skip the first one. Listen to the podcast episode about it. Um, check that out. Uh, he does. I will say, Vectal does k- call. He doesn't know how to kiss. There's no kissing amongst his people. Georgie introduces him to that, and he calls it mouth joining, which is a <sighs> funny little joining. bit. Um, I don't know where I'm going with this. I just I just to I think as there. we sign off, we should tell all of our listeners to go mouth join their loved ones. Yeah. <laughs> this was perfect. Thank you, Brett, for a yeah. an absolutely wild 69th episode of this podcast. But yeah, we want I wanted to make it special. Um I don't know if I did that. I'm sorry. I'm so I hey guys. Hey guys. I'm really sorry. <laughs> I'm really it's sorry okay. that I said I mean, I'm you not, to this. I'm not upset at all. Uh, listeners, um, if you turned it off and are just now turning it back on to hear the end of the podcast where we're some more jokes, uh, I'm really sorry. <laughs> For those of you stuck with us, hey, like you're strong and you that's that's true support. Um, you didn't have to. Sorry. Apparently it gets better. That's what I've heard. That's what reviews have said. And Perfect. she redeems stuff and is very writes very nuanced is what is the review that i read so well that was beautiful thank you brett thanks for that brett thank you for doing that and also um now you're free of that curse and you can go i do own the book and i did i was panicked and thought we were going to record a different day i did get the audiobook because i didn't have enough time to finish reading so i do have that on my permanent record um so yeah, that's gonna follow you to the grave dude yeah. you're gonna have to answer uh, to god you're have to answer for you yeah, to god before the pearly gates you're gonna have to bring that up yeah all right well i'm sure i'm sure brett that you got all of our uh listeners queez thrumming did i say that right yeah wow parker you I got hated, it man i hated how that's how that felt coming out of my mouth yeah it, um it's uh it's an experience to hear that Hear that and read that for the first time. Uh-huh. I'll tell you what. Uh-huh. Um, this has been a very fun episode. D- Dan, any closing thoughts? 
Dan's in, Dan's in shock. Dan's horrible. My mouth has been agape all episode. Uh, no, no closing thoughts for me. Hopefully this worked. We can bookmark it right there. Perfect. This was an episode. What what a good episode. Um, You're it, welcome. Thank you, everybody. Man. I appreciate. I do and appreciate the dedication. It is very funny, and, and I can't. To God. You, I can't believe you stuck with that. Yeah, Brett. I can't believe you read this entire book just for this. So that's great. That's good on you, honestly. For if anything, if nothing else, it's it, honestly it, you can mark it on your Goodreads now for everyone to see. Well, let's see what that does for the re- my recommendations on Audible. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Thank you, listeners, for your support of the show, which uh, so far and um, for the last time, I'm sure, uh, <laughs> we, have, we, we had a good time while it lasted. Uh, we appreciated that you stuck it out for 69 episodes. Um, next week, if this podcast survives, we will be covering Bullet Train, correct? That's next week's episode? Correct. That is next week's episode. Okay, wonderful. Um, that episode will probably have less I don't of know. this <laughs> conversation. So that's exciting. Um, and we we'll, we'll be back. We'll be we'll be having a, a good old fashioned book week next week. Um, yeah, and that's uh, that's pretty much all I got. You can reach out to us at our Gmail bookingswithfriends at gmail um, send us in your quotes of the week. Send us in your thoughts on Bullet Train. Uh, anything else, guys? All set. I think I think we're good. All right. Thank you, Jacob Robinson, for the intro and outro of our theme song. Thank you to Maddie Moon for the cover art. And remember, the real friends were the, the barbarians ones that are ribbed. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs>